Hi, Lourdes Brown here, Director of Communications for Flix North America and the moderator of today's podcast. We're just a few days away from the anniversary of Flix acquiring Greyhound, and it's been a busy year as teams from both companies have been working hard on integration efforts and on building a solid foundation for a strong future. Along the way, we've aimed to share with you the progress that the teams have made on key integration initiatives and updates on organization changes like the launch of Flix North America and its organizational structure. We've also wanted to encourage employees to ask questions. So in today's podcast, our executives will be answering those recently submitted by our employees. I want to welcome Kai Boyerson, who's responsible for steering Flix North America, Andre Swimlin, co-founder and CEO of Flix, and Max Zumer, COO of Flix. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, good to be here. Hi, thank you for the welcome. Hi, thank you. So having previewed the employee questions that were submitted earlier this month, we saw that they really fall into four categories, strategy, integration, future outlook, and Greyhound operations. In today's conversation, we'll focus on the first three categories, and then we'll follow up with a future podcast dedicated to Greyhound operations. So let's dive into the employee questions. And Andre, we'll begin with you. Flix is certainly used to growing through market expansions and acquisitions. What country or company was the most difficult to integrate and why? What steps did you all take to overcome issues? And were there any lessons that you've learned that you feel could be applied to the Greyhound integration? I think it's a very good question. And um, to be honest, like building a company sometimes feel like you have to build a plane while you fall off a cliff. Um, And that's usually how we approach it. We we believe that at the end the plane will be finished and we're going to fly and then we look for the next cliff. Um, And this is, if you look at our history of Flix, we, we were a German company, we expanded European-wise, and that felt very big step for us, going to a different country, building something up that we don't know um, outside of our home market. And then we realized, hey, we made it. And then we started integrating other European players, did our first M&As, and we realized, hey, it's something that is scary at the beginning, and then it works out if you work hard enough and you do your homework. And if I look at the most recent steps, our expansion to Turkey, especially with the um, integration of Kamikoch, which is a large operating entity, very similar to um, what Greyhound is doing, and the expansion to Brazil, um, I think we worked very hard on our skill set of building planes while falling off from cliffs. And therefore, the learnings of all these years of being challenged and really have to work on something that we have never done before, I think has shaped us that we really are eager for that integration. And the big learning from my perspective is that we really have to understand the business very, very well if we launch a new country or integrate a new business. Um, And this is something where I'm extremely proud how we're um, approaching it at the Greyhound Flix integration because this is such a big step for both companies that small mistakes have really large out uh, for and therefore we really want to minimize these mistakes and there was a lot of work in like understanding exactly how the Greyhound business works Mm -hmm. what we can leverage from the Flix platform to bring it forward and therefore my feeling is that this thorough work will pay off and therefore 
I'm really, really excited about the future and less concerned um, of the upcoming like integration steps. But I acknowledge that there's a lot of work in there and things will go wrong. I mean, there will be glitches. Things will not be perfect from day one. But we as Flix have a mentality of fixing things very um, fast. And this is definitely a learning that we took and Kai and myself were very intensely working on the uh, Kamikoch integration in Turkey. And I mean, we did our fair share of mistakes. We minimized this this time, but we fixed them all and we are very happy with the integration so far. Perfect. Yeah, I think integration and platform switch have certainly been a significant focus for the teams this past year. Um, so, Andre, in thinking about the future, once that platform integration and new legal entities for each company are set up, what do you think will be the focus for Flix North America in 2023? I think it's it's important to talk a bit about um, the goals for Flix next year generally, and then um, I think it's important that um, the team of Max and, and Kai talk a bit more specific about North America and Greyhound. Um, for me personally, 23 has the potential to be the best year of this company of all times. I mean, we came out of the pandemic and it was a terrible time for all of us and it was tremendous work and we're happy that it um, came to an end. But now there's a huge opportunity. And it's not only the integration, but I mean, we see the customer demand is coming back, our passengers coming back, our partners at Flix are there, we have the drivers, um, we have the network up and running at Greyhound. And therefore, I'm very happy that we have a very solid foundation to make 23 a successful year. And if you ask me, what are the, the focus areas that we look at? Um, from my perspective, it's for 23, we have to grow back the business because still there's volume missing. So we want more buses on the street. We want more passengers um, that, we, that we cater for. And obviously, this growth has to be a profitable growth. That's the big paradigm for Flix um, for the upcoming years, profitable growth. This means we believe that the business will come back, but we will have to maintain a very strong profitability in the network. Mm -hmm. So we need a really efficient network, but we also have to drive really efficiency on the platform side. And this means Flix and all country organizations because at the moment, our network is profitable, but it's too small and not profitable enough to like carry all the costs that we have, like even after COVID. And therefore, we have to put a very, very good focus on getting costs under control, growing the business with healthy margins. And if we achieve that, and we are very confident that it's doable to 23, we have an amazing foundation to give BUS the role it deserves and build from that strong foundation. So. Short answer, 23 will be about profitability. We will have to achieve profitability in North America and on Flix Global. And we will have also to grow back the business above the 22 levels. For years, Greyhound has been through major streamlining of processes and products to reduce cost. This has certainly been the case over the last year in preparing for a platform switch. So Max, from your perspective, what levers and actions do you think we will undertake in 2023 to increase revenue to pre-COVID levels and and beyond? I think the answer to that question is to some extent surprising because the main topic we see for 2023 is not so much a lack of demand, so people looking for travel options, but really a lack of supply, so really 
um, the offer that's in um, that's that's out there, and this is true for buses, but also for the airline industry, is, is still short of what it was before the crisis. To give you a little bit of a feeling for that, we um, see that the airline industry um, is pretty much back to the levels that it has been before the crisis, but um, on the um, on the bus industry, we still see that we're kind of short of what we had in 2019, and this is mainly driven um, by a lack of drivers um, that we see in Greyhound, but also in our Flix partners and the whole industry. So this is what we will be working on next year. We will try to hire more drivers, and we will um, try to find more partners to um, to transport our passengers. So that's going to be the main priority, and this is going to be the main lever how we um, want to grow back our revenues. And one thing that's super important in this is the platform switch, because the platform switch will enable us to basically balance the demand that we see across the offering, or across the buses that we have on the network. So basically, after platform switch, people that go on greyhound.com to look for a ride, they will see the full inventory, so they will see both the Greyhound buses and also the Flix buses, and vice versa. So also people looking on, on flixbus.com, and they will also see all the Greyhound rides and all the Flixbus rides. And that's going to help us to really make sure that the um, short capacity that we have, that we can really utilize that and make sure that everybody finds the ride that they're looking for. So employees are really curious about the future of Flix in Greyhound. So Max, what does the future for Flixbus in Greyhound look like from your perspective and in your opinion, what do you think are the greatest risks and opportunities moving forward? Being very close to this one-year anniversary of, um, of, uh, of the acquisition, I think it's fair to reflect on that point. And I mean, we've, we've always been very positive, but um, kind of this feeling about kind of being super optimistic about how the two businesses um, connect and kind of how we can um, serve a very, very broad customer segment with the, with the integrated Flixbus Greyhound offer, that, that's only grown over time. So we're more, more convinced than ever that um, the, the two brands together are extremely strong and are, are really kind of the best fit for the market and, and that we can cater to a very broad um, customer base. So that, um, that's unchanged and I mean the, the future there um, means that I mean we can grow this business and we can, um, we can make sure that we transport more and more um, customers as we, we fix that supply topic that we, that we discussed before that we have a lack of drivers still. Um, the big risk I see is that we are still not profitable. I mean, we, we're seeing a good year this year, but we're still making um, very high losses, and we need to make sure that we further work on the cost structure. And this is um, even more kind of, of a risk for us, as today everybody in the market has a shortage of drivers, so generally the prices that we see are very high. But if at some point somebody starts being aggressive and kind of um, lowering prices, then we need to be prepared for that as well. And we cannot be on a, on a cost structure that doesn't allow us to react. So we really have to make our homework. We really have to make sure that we, um, we cut cost and, um, get the, um, and get the business to profitability. So this is a key priority and um, very important for everybody in the company to um, to, to understand that we need to come to a, to a profitable um, future to make sure that we as a company are sustainable. Kai, can you talk to us a bit about what this means for Greyhound's operating model 
and what we should anticipate. I'm glad this question came up. Uh, Flixbus and Greyhound have two different operating models in terms of bus production. Flixbus works with high-quality bus partners who operate the buses according to our schedule, whilst Greyhound is mostly operating our own high-quality buses and maintaining them at their best. It's important that at Greyhound we continue to provide high-quality maintenance service to our own buses. Therefore, it's our intention to keep the operating models as they are. By keeping these two models, we will have the flexibility and the quality to serve the needs of our passengers in the best and the most cost-effective way possible. So again, we're close to the anniversary of the acquisition, and like any acquisition, change could be expected. This includes change to structure, of course, change to how we work. Um, Sakai, from your perspective, as teams transition to using Flix processes and procedures, how much organizational change do you foresee for Flix North America, and whether that change is more imminent in any one department? We want to win in this market. We want to continue to win in this market. It means that we win the hearts and the minds of our passengers again. We need to be on time. We need to reduce our breakdown times. And to be able to do that, we must achieve profitability in 2023, next year, mm -hmm. as combined Flix North America. We're going to achieve that by maintaining a strong top-line growth and taking out costs where possible. Although we are performing better than last month today, we're performing better than last year, it is just not enough. We're not where we would like to be. As some of you may know, we are looking into cost-saving opportunities such as relocation of our Dallas corporate offices or going dark in selected bus stations. The purpose is simply to simplify our way of working whilst we continue to deliver our services for our customers. The organization structure that will drive us to profitability was already established back in July. I'm confident that the structure established will effectively steer Flixbus and Greyhound and ensure necessary collaboration. In the meantime, we'll continue to look for cost efficiencies where possible. It is critical that we simplify and unify our systems and processes by leveraging Flix systems and by using Greyhound processes which have been developed and refined over decades. For some teams, the Flix systems will be new. However, there will be robust training and support before platform switch to ensure those teams are ready to implement the systems. So bringing this down to really kind of an employee level, with the restructure of Flix North America and Greyhound, do you foresee, Kai, any new opportunities for job growth within the entities moving forward? Firstly, I'd like to say thank you to all our employees for their patience and adaptability as we have worked towards what we are convinced is a very strong structure for North America. We are a growing business. We are actively looking for more drivers in each region. There will always be opportunities for those who make a difference in their area of responsibility, and we need all of you to make that difference. Merit and promotion opportunities will be 
always considered based on the health of the business and individual performance. So we will continue to cultivate a culture that pushes the boundaries, that wins together, and when everyone has the potential to make an impact. We will win and grow together. Agree, agree. So clearly there are other strategic priorities on Flix's roadmap. Andre, can you give us an update on Flix Train and on the IPO, including what factored into the decision to go public? Yeah, I think it's it's good that we take a, also more a midterm outlook um, at the end of this podcast. I think very short term, we are very clear what the priority is. Our European, Turkish and North America markets have to ensure that we get to profitability next year. I think that's utmost priority and we are all working full steam on that. If you take a bit of a longer outlook, we will have new markets that come in that will provide further growth for the Flix ecosystem. Brazil going to be one example, but we're looking into further markets. And obviously, more on the long-term side, it's going to be Flix Train, which is being a very big opportunity for the European market. We are currently running in Germany and Sweden. This will also be the focus. And, and to also break it down to North America, I think this is a car and bus country and airlines for the longer distances. And that's our priority. I think we have a great product out there. Bus is not the role yet or no longer than it should have um, in North America. And therefore, I'm excited that we focus on that one. Therefore, there are no plans for trains in the US. We're focusing on intercity bus market. There's a lot of work and opportunity ahead. I think we can really leverage our great position and therefore clear focus here. But for Europe, Flix train will be a very big growth topic. But it's going to be second half of this decade. So that's really a mid to long term perspective. And I think it's also a good question on the IPO because it um, covers something that is very important for us. We at Flix, we want to really write the future of transportation. And therefore, we need to be a strong and independent company. And there are two things we want to achieve. We have to be sustainable in terms of our financing. We have to get to profitability that we are independent from external capital and that we can shape our own future. And then naturally, the home of such a company is the public market. We are not in any hurry. I mean, obviously, you all know the stock markets are said, a bit more volatile than we would like them to be mm -hmm. for an IPO. But the honest answer is, we still have a lot of homework to do. And so before we think about going public, we first do our homework. And this will require the uh, already a couple of time mentioned profitability in 23. But it also means the North America integration in terms of platform switch and one network and one team. This is fundamental for any story towards the public markets. And therefore, after that, if we deliver these two angles, I think we are well prepared to be a strong public company. We are not in a hurry. Um, and we will take our time. We can execute on our strategy. And this company always has been um, on a very, very long term perspective. And this is the same view we take for projects like new countries, Flix train, and also the last 10 years of Flix. And be ensured that's also the view we take for North America for the next decades to come. We're here for the long game and we have a big vision to follow on. And if you do our homework in the short term, I think we have a great foundation to build on that and build our vision. So certainly more work to come and more to look forward to as we um, work really hard this coming year to, to scale 
to increase our profit our profitability and to really uh, further integrate both both companies. And and let me let me add, I think, because. Um, we, we said it at the beginning and also Kai was mentioning it and I think it's very fair. We are very grateful for the great work that it was done, Absolutely. not only during the pandemic prior to the acquisition, but especially in the last 12 months. I mean, we admire what's happening here. I think we, we embrace the legacy um, that Greyhound brings in a positive sense to, to Flix as a group. Um, and we love what we see and we love the admiration and um, the results. I think we are on the right track. And we see that we, you have created a trusted brand um, over 100 years, and we can like build on that. So we are really grateful for the work that was done and looking forward to the um, work that we do jointly over the next couple of years. Great. Well, thank you, Andre. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Kai, for the update, for your perspective, and certainly for being open to talking about the strategy, for talking about integration and, and the future outlook. So as mentioned earlier, we're going to follow up with another podcast where we can really dive deeper into Greyhound operations. Let's do all our listeners. Thank you for joining us today and for submitting your questions. Please do keep those questions coming. We strive to keep you informed and we want to be able to answer your questions. Remember, we are on this journey together.